Welcome to Glass Talk, Canada's podcast for the architectural glass industry. Now here's your host, Patrick Flannery. Hi, Pat Flannery here. Today we are joined by Bonnie Cable from AKR Consulting. Bonnie is a accountant with uh, quite a bit of experience getting government help for small businesses. Um, I wanted to reach out to her today to ask what kind of uh, new government programs are being introduced to help out businesses uh, and workers in this uh, pandemic and what kinds of uh, money you might have access to, what kinds of credit relief you might have access to. And we also get into some conversation about uh, just general good financial practices that you're going to want to look at in order to hang on to your workers and hang on to your businesses uh, in, I think, what's going to be a fairly difficult time ahead, uh, possibly even uh, using the R word here uh, to describe what we're looking at uh, in the aftermath of, uh, of this, big, uh, this big shutdown, this big slowdown. Anyways, hope everybody is uh, staying safe, staying clean, and uh, we'll uh, now bring you Bonnie Cable from AKR Consulting. I'm here with Bonnie Cable from AKR Consulting. How are you, Bonnie? I'm fine, Pat. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm all hunkered down. Uh, we played uh, board games with the family after dinner last night. It's, uh, it's, it's a whole new world. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> Trying to keep two teenage daughters at home and away from their friends and boyfriends is, uh, is a new challenge for me. So <laughs> it's all part of the fun. Anyways, uh, Bonnie, what, uh, what we wanted to talk about today, obviously, you know, uh, aside from all the, the, the health concerns and keeping everybody safe and, and, and I've, I've, I've produced some other advice for our, uh, our listeners and readers on that is obviously that the, the economic concern uh, coming out of this is, is, is massive. Uh, a, a lot of businesses are, uh, are, are going to face some very tough times. I think we are going to lose some, you know, people that maybe weren't on the strongest footing to begin with. Um, and maybe some even that were. Um, so the, the objective here today is to try to give people some, uh, some advice on, um, what to do, uh, what to do economically. Well, less, less of that and more of where they can, are going to be able to get help from the government. And Bonnie, you're really the perfect person to talk about that. Cause I know you've been helping small businesses access government, uh, various government programs for a long time. Why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and AKR consulting and, and your background? Well, thank you, Pat. Uh, so AKR Consulting has been around since 2003, and we specialize in government funding, grants, subsidies, tax credits, refunds, and rebates. And we deal with small businesses as well as large businesses. Um, my background, I've also worked in industry as well, where I, I used these programs firsthand for about 10 years before starting AKR. So I, I have firsthand experience using these programs. I'm a professional chartered accountant as well. Perfect. Yes. And you, and you, and you put on a hell of a seminar. I know that too. <laughs> well, I thank you, Pat. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay. So wh why don't we start with, uh, are there new measures that the government is coming out with? What, what has changed in, in what's been uh, available in the past as far as what people are going to access maybe specifically because of the coronavirus pandemic? Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to start off speaking about businesses. So on March 19th, uh, sorry, March 18th, the government came out with a lot of new measures. Some of them are preliminary. Some of them, there, there is a fair bit of detail. So we'll just walk through them and, you know, discuss how, how they can be accessed. Okay. So the first one would be if you have workers that are working from home, that's your first scenario. 
So in that case, if you've um, if you've now got everyone working from home, companies will be entitled to basically it's a wage subsidy for a period of 13 weeks. I think that depending on how long this situation lasts, that could be extended. But right now, it's 13 weeks, and companies will be able to deduct. 10% of the remuneration paid during this period to their employees. Um, right now, the maximum is $1,375 per employee to a maximum of $25,000 per company. So let me give you an example. Let's say a company has five employees and they're earning $16 an hour. Um, that would equal $600 $40 per week over a 13-week period. So that would be a, a total of 800, or sorry, $8,320 per each employee. So the company would be able to deduct $832 per employee from their payroll tax remittance or a total of $4,160 from their uh, payroll deductions. Very good. So that's something that that's that's interesting. They're paying that even if the employee is still working from home, right? I, that like it's not like the employee's not working. You know, like uh, I would say with our office, we have everyone virtually working from home, right? So yeah. we're still able to carry on our work, but just getting that that break of ten percent off mm. your payroll tax remittance, I think, is is huge, and that could very well be extended, right? As of right, right. now, it is it is ten percent. Okay. So that's the big that is that the big break on uh, on on wages and, uh, and 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 wage relief. No, there's there's more. So the next program um, it's for longer term income support work for workers. Um, so this would apply, I would say, more to your plan employees. Uh, there's a program. Um, it's been around for a long time. It's called the EI Work Sharing Program. So historically, the way that uh, work sharing has has uh, operated is it's a company that's going through some kind of economic problem. So they're, they're having a tough time. They've got good people, which a lot of these businesses do. They've got great people that they don't want to let go of. It allows them to keep the employees for maybe a reduced amount of hours per week. So instead of having that employee paying them for five days a week, you're now only paying them for two or maybe three days a week. Now those other two to three days, what'll happen is EI benefits will kick in. Yep. So, so they're, they're basically, the employees basically being supplemented. The thought is the, the employees going to be now be at home. Um, uh, so the employee's not there for two to three days, but you know, hopefully they're able to work for two to three days or they're at least being paid for two to three days a week. So this EI work sharing program uh, used to, it has a little bit of a longer um, application. The government is trying to streamline the application process uh, to make it as easy for companies to to access as possible. And this program will last as long as seventy six weeks, so a year and a half. Yep, that's going to be that's going to be very very helpful for the workers for sure, and uh, can give uh, can get and like you say can can keep them involved. And hopefully not losing them because obviously that's the big concern in uh, in in our industry. You know, having those skilled people that you rely on uh, lost out into lost to somebody else or or lost to other industries even. 
So exactly, that, that's, that's helpful. Now there, there is also um, credit relief, I guess, for any companies out there dealing with BDC or Export oh. Development Canada. Okay. Um, there's, there's relief out there. So I would, I would say that if you are dealing with BDC or Export Development Canada, or even your bank, you should really give them a call and see what kind of relief program they, they have there for you because they do have relief, relief programs. Especially if you have buildings, whether it's um, deferring some, some of your mortgage payments or some of your loan payments, there will be that type of uh, uh, help that is available. Well, that's, that's really good to know. And that's something that, uh, that I haven't seen too much of uh, uh, in, in the press, but uh, I, you know, it's, it's, I'm sure it's probably different for each institution, but um, that's, it's, it's really good to, you know that that should probably be a lot of people's first call, right? I would think so. I would uh, I would say call uh, call your bank. The other note that I have here is you probably want to call your insurance company or insurance broker as well. In the past, there had been something. Um, well, there is there is business interruption insurance. I would say every single business has business interruption insurance, and it's meant to cover the costs of anything unforeseeable or catastrophic. So it'll cover things like uh, a fire in a building, a flood. Um, it does not cover acts of God. And when I spoke to my insurance agent the other day, I found out that it doesn't cover pandemics. She did, however, tell me that next week they're expecting to hear some news to see if there is possibly any coverage um, through insurance for businesses. So I would say next week, call your insurance agent or broker. Yeah, I would imagine the insurance industry is probably running around in the background trying to see if they're going to be able to get support from the government to to, to make these kinds of coverages. Um, because, you know, I remember the early uh, news coming out was that uh, uh, the insurance, in, well, that was on the health insurance side. They weren't going to cover uh, uh, coronavirus or something in the States. Um, there were some stories of that nature. But, uh, you know, you, you can easily see where the insurance companies could get swamped and pretty much destroyed if they had to cover all these uh, losses uh, inside their regular their regular policies. I mean, their, their actuarials would not be set up for that at all. No, they wouldn't. But I mean, there could possibly be some coverage through there. If I find out anything next week, I'll let you know. Okay, that's great. Yeah, we'll try to keep people updated on that. Awesome. I, I'm just looking at some of the notes you sent in here, Bonnie. You've got one, uh, flexibility for businesses filing taxes. Was that just Correct. the pay? Oh, no, that's income tax. Yeah. So what's that all about? Right. Well, a lot of companies are, are going to be behind on their tax filings. So what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to have your corporate tax filing done six months after, the, uh, after your year end. Mm -hmm. So there's a number of businesses that are going to be delayed with their corporate tax filings as a result. Okay. So what is, what's happened is um, DRA, they'll allow businesses to defer until after August 31st of this year, any payments of any income tax amounts that they have due. Okay. So that's, that's great news. If your income taxes are, are due, they can be deferred to that date. Yeah, that's, that's important for sure. I guess that also gives you more time to start paying your taxes. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so that's that's just a little a little a little more help out there for sure. For the next four weeks, um, the CRA will not contact any small or medium-sized businesses 
to start any GST or HST assessments or any income tax audits. Wow, that's that's a nice bonus at the best of times, and uh, and uh, <laughs> but that you know obviously needed now, and and you know in a lot of cases they're just going to get an empty phone, uh, anyways. So uh, that's probably that's probably a good one. Yeah, no auditing going on for the next four weeks at least. Now it sounds like BDC and Export Development actually have some additional credit that they're that they're that they're offering. Is that is that what I'm reading here that um, uh, $10 billion of additional support you've got down here. is it, So that, that would be in addition to them giving you relief on loans that you already have. They may have some new correct. funding that they're able to extend to you. Correct, correct. I would uh, I would reach out to, to both of those organizations. I mean, you, if you've got time to give them a call, why not give them a call and ask them what is available for your businesses? Time is they one thing to have... I think some people may have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Or they may... Um, oh, exactly. Down to the, th- th- there's some things here that I think uh, uh, employers might want to communicate to their uh, employees, not necessarily things directed to them, but things that their employees should be aware of to help them out in case they have to be uh, laid off or reduced work. Um, for instance, uh, uh, some changes to uh, mortgage payments, Bonnie, why don't you go into that a little bit? Oh, absolutely. So as of right now, all five of the major banks, they've put programs in place to allow homeowners to reduce their mortgage payments for up to six months. So the mortgage relief program allows homeowners to only pay the interest, mortgage insurance, and property tax portion of their mortgage payment. Uh, The principal payment or the principal portion, which is usually the largest part of your mortgage payment, is the part that is uh, deferred for up to six months. Okay. So let me give That's, you an example. Yeah. Well, let's say you've got a um, $1,000 mortgage, right? Mm-hmm. And 500 of that is, is your principal and your, in, your interest, mortgage insurance, and your property tax portion accounts for that other 500. What would be due as opposed to that 1,000 will only be that $500 amount. Wow, well, that's, that's okay. huge. So, so what would happen is that, so that 500 in principle that you're not paying for six months, mm-hmm. that now will get added to your mortgage. So that would be $3,000 in total. So let's say in six months from now, your mortgage is, your mortgage balance outstanding is 150,000. That 3,000 that you haven't paid would get added to your outstanding mortgage of 150, so it now goes from 150,000 to 153,000, and you're going to have to pay a little bit more moving forward. Oh, I see. No free lunch. <laughs> no, no. It, no, it just allows you the deferral <laughs> when you need it, which is right. which is good, right? Because people really need this help yeah. right now. Yes, absolutely. Okay, flexibility for taxpayers we have here. This is again flexibility on your on your personal income tax, Bonnie. Uh, again, more things that uh, you know we'll want to be impl- informing employees about. What uh, what's the story there? Well, right now, as of right now, um, I think uh, tax return filing has been deferred until May first. It could be uh, deferred even further. So that means for those individuals that you know they owe any uh, any taxes, that would that would be deferred. Okay. Well, that's certainly that's certainly nice for them. And we've got here temporary income support for workers and parents. 
That's uh, yes. that's interesting. So it's a it's a sick leave measure. What's uh, what's going on there? Uh, okay, so this is for um, Canadians that uh, they don't have sick leave pay, who are right. sick, uh, quarantined, or they need to stay home with their kids because, as we know, kids are going to be out of school for at least the next two two more weeks, right? That's right. Yeah. So so what they're doing is they're waiving the one week waiting period for individuals in quarantine. Um, to get EI benefits. So this this measure took effect um, on March 15th. Usually it takes about two weeks for EI to kick in. They're having it kick in quicker. Okay. And they're also waiving the requirement for a medical certificate to access uh, EI sickness benefits. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have yeah. to go don't have to go to your doctor. Uh, just uh, say you need it and you get it. Yes. Yeah. And um, so they're introducing what they call the emergency care benefit. Um, which will provide up to $900 biweekly for 15 weeks. Oh, and it's, um, it's a flat payment benefit um, through okay. CRA. And then we've is, also is, got a, looks like a big injection into the child, the Canada child benefit. Correct. Um, yeah. So there, there'll be more money uh, up to $300 per child. And they're expecting the overall increase from the um, Canada Child Benefit to be $550 on average per family. And that that extra money you'll see reflected in your May payment, so okay. two months from now. And that's almost, uh, they say, $2 billion in extra support. So there's something going on. There's, there's help uh, uh, on the way for sure. Uh, probably more to be announced, I would think. Uh, as 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 we go forward, Bonnie, what what do you what's your assessment of the, I guess how whether this is enough the sufficiency of all of this? I I think it's a good start. It really depends on how long this lasts, right? I mm-hmm. think the initial thought when they put this out was, you know, maybe things are going to be shut down for for three weeks, four weeks, mm-hmm. but if this goes on longer than that, I think they're going to need to come up with with more compensation, most definitely. Yeah, I, I, think, you're, I think you're probably right. Um, the pandemic people say that you're supposed to stay shut down for uh, two incubation cycles after the last uh, case, uh, which is 28 days <laughs> in this case. Wow. And that would, be once, that would be once you've already mostly stamped it out. Um, wow. So uh, I, I don't know if that's going to be necessary. I don't know if a full, you know, you need to be in a full shutdown during that period. But uh, right. that's uh, th- those are the kind of timelines that uh, that get thrown around a little bit these days. You're you're an accountant on a, on a more general sense of managing your business's finances and, and keeping yourself solvent. What would your recommendation be to companies at this time? What what measures can they take on their books, Bonnie, to uh, to try to survive this? I think uh, the best thing to do is start communicating with your workers and having a look at these programs and seeing how you can best utilize them to keep your employees, right? So if it's the case that you're able to put some of your employees on a layoff and they're well aware of some of these funding programs that they can look into to cover their costs, I think that that is, that is very important, right? Because when, when we come out of this at the end of the day, we'd like to be able to, to keep our employees, right? It's hard to find good employees. Yeah, every so sort of everything else can be replaced. It's it's not the uh, yeah, the employees are the thing that when you lose it, it's gone. Exactly. So if you can, if you can reduce the financial impact on your employees 
and reduce the financial impact on yourself by looking at these measures like directing your employees to tell them, go talk to your bank because they might not have that, that knowledge mm-hmm. to do so, right? They yeah. might not even think to do it, right? If you've got employees at home who've been affected by the, the, the virus at all, then, you know, let them know that they can, they can get online. All they have to do is log into their CRA account to start taking advantage of this uh, up to $900 biweekly if they fall in, into that case or, or if they have to stay home with their child, which a lot of people have to do. They they yeah. should know that there's money available. That that brings up a that brings up a a, a good question. Um, uh, how do how do businesses get these get this? Um, well, I guess the so like the flexibility on filing taxes is just there. You just don't have to do anything. You just don't necessarily file your taxes when you normally would. Um, like how about for instance the uh, help with the worker with the wage relief? It, who who do, who would they reach out to to get to, to get that? Besides yourself, of course. One of them is, uh, I think we're going to be posting this on, on your website, correct? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so helping businesses with their workers, that, that 10%, that's merely a deduction from your, your payroll tax remittance. Long-term income support program, uh, I can send the link so that yeah. uh, employers can look into that themselves. It's, they'll have the application there to complete it. Mm-hmm. BDC, I could definitely just put down the contact number there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so they would, we'll be able to post most of the information for them. That's, that's great, Bonnie. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you for that. We'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll post some of those links online and, uh, and people can use them uh, if they need it. I mean, it's all, it's all basically through the department of finance at the government of Canada. Uh, at least uh, some of this is and, uh, yeah, and CRA you- and, yeah, we'll 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 post some relevant links up there because of course it's a lot to navigate if if you're not familiar. For exactly, sure. I think that that's what they want. As we discussed before, I think a lot of people have time at home, and if you've got mm-hmm. the ability to make some calls or the ability to look at some forums, I think that 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 would benefit them greatly and make decisions based on that. What What about your suppliers, Bonnie? If if uh, you know what, what what kind of conversations should uh, should people be having with them as far as their bills? Yeah, I would definitely be <laughs> get out ahead of it. Would that be the uh, <laughs> advice there? <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. I I definitely would be uh be speaking to my suppliers. I'd be speaking to my landlord most definitely if I had one. Mm-hmm. Or if I've got mm-hmm. a mortgage, I I would want to be speaking with everyone and just uh yeah. just letting them know what will be coming. I would try, you know, I would try to get as many um electronic fund transfers as I could be getting in, that would be very helpful getting payment from your clients that way. Um, oh. We're hearing that Canada Post will be um, slowing down a little bit. Oh, okay. So, I bet. So, Yeah. So if they're slowing down, if you're expecting checks in the mail, because a lot of companies, you know, they're not, they're not entertaining anyone coming by to pick up a check from them. So if you're expecting checks in the mail and they're they're being delayed, if possible, if you can get uh, things uh, money sent to you electronically, that's I think what you would want to do. Yeah, that's that that that's excellent advice. And uh, and then and of course then you don't have to put your hands all over somebody's uh, check that they've been uh, manhandling and uh, licking envelopes and everything else. So <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So there's two there's two reasons <laughs> to not do that yeah. anymore. <laughs> That's right. You don't need your gloves to uh, be opening um, envelopes. <laughs> to, that's to right. Open your email. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. exactly. 
Anything else, uh, Bonnie, we haven't covered here that uh, the businesses need to be thinking about to, uh, to protect themselves? Well, I'm going to mention one more program that I think we'll be putting on the website. It's something called the uh, Penalties and Interest Relief Program, which I think okay. some businesses may need to take advantage of after, after all of this. So the uh, P&I Relief Program, it has to do with any, um, any penalties and interest that, that accrue on outstanding GST, payroll, and corporate taxes, right? Now, this is going to cause a lot of trouble for, for months to come, I would say. Yeah. And if companies have outstanding amounts and there's penalties and interest that accrue, you're able to apply for penalties and interest relief. And that'll be wow. good to know. So we'll be putting that link up as well. Bonnie, you're a fountain of great information. Um, thank you so much thank for you. Uh, helping us to, to help our folks. Um, that's, uh, that, that's, that's our, that's our mission here. And, uh, and, uh, we really, uh, really appreciate you joining me today. Pat, you're right. You're welcome. And, and anything we can do to help, we're happy to do it. And as more information becomes available, we'll definitely, uh, reach out and let you we're know. Go we're going to have, we're going to have you back for sure to, uh, to update us as, uh, as these things come on and, and as more, uh, as more programs roll out. So. Well, thank you, because that information needs to get out because there are a lot of a lot of people out there and a lot of companies that are worrying and, and they, they'll feel better once they have information. Yeah, I think so. Thanks a ton. Well, thank you, Pat. Thanks for listening to Glass Talk. You can find this episode at glasscanadamag.com or on the major podcasting services. Glass Talk is a presentation of Glass Canada Magazine and Annex Business Media.